social media i can redirect people to the website and then capture emails let's let's talk about that personal brand situation because okay. i find it very interesting you gotta almost like you almost have to pigeonhole yourself in order to develop your you brand like you have to yeah. go through this branding practice which ot was like helping me with before ah uh, yes yes that'll be do you cool. get what i mean yeah, this yeah, practice yeah, 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 of yeah. branding yourself sure and i find it very interesting because I've always thought who I was or am is fluid and and multi-layered. Okay. But when you got to build a website, you got to say I am so a copywriter. One thing. And well, see that was the debate that we were having, right? Cuz what I was telling Jib was that you don't ne- here's the thing. You don't necessarily have to be one thing. The I think it's the You have to sell the one baby thing. Baby boomers mentality is of I do one thing. That's you're, a really interesting. You're defined thing, by that it? just one career objective. Like if I tell you what my dad does, my dad runs a business in cargo and shipping. Done. Yeah. That's what he does. That's what he's always been doing since he started. Yeah. Right? But he never dab- dabbled with anything else. He never experimented with anything else. Yeah. But today I feel like this new age generation, especially with our, our generation, yeah, our generation hands down, because yeah. we're the first. We don't need to be. Yeah, we don't need to have just. I do one thing. Remember when we did the Raj episode? That's what he said, as well. right? Because that's the thing. Raj comes and tells you, "Oh, I'm a marketing consultant, and oh, I work with brands, this, this, and that." Right? Yeah. But then when he's in a room with corporate suits, what mm. does he say? I'm a DJ, right? Now mm. he has a one up, where he. can run the conversation. He's a lot more interesting than other people because chances are oh I what are they going to say? I play golf on a weekend or I I like to run in the morning. <laughs> like typical CEO stuff mm. that all of them might have in common, but he comes like yeah, dude, I DJ as well. So like he can switch from being a suit to a complete creative and a night out, which kind of goes against the the expectation, right? Like in my case I I enjoyed a lot because I could say that you know what on one end I'm a brand strategist and a commercial strategist I like to build brands I love advertising but at the same time I host events IMC and I run a podcast mm-hmm. right so then my portfolio is not limited to that anymore and I I used to blog yeah I don't <laughs> well, but w- yeah but we don't say um, we're bloggers. I hate the term. I think bloggers. the term has been completely. No, it's colossal. It's old. Blogging, apparently. It's old. Forget so. old. I think it's just been ruined. Well, like, what's I happening think, to write, yeah. and then where do people write and read? This is a fair point, yeah. right? Because actually, some of my favorite writers are bloggers. So hypocritically, yeah. what you know, what is it with the state of blogs is interesting yeah. to me because a blogger, I, 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 and maybe I have to frame this. I come from where I work in an industry that services advertising companies and marketing agencies and PR companies. We service them where they're suppliers. Mm-hmm. So for them, influencers and bloggers are a medium to get their messages out. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that, and I realize this really like lately, like a lot lately, mm-hmm. is that 
the term blogger is not akin to a writer like a great writer no, or a not. writer do you get what i mean yeah. a blogger's entry and i don't know where that um thresh where where that line is blurred because a blogger inherently is a writer mm-hmm. right but i think supposed to be a writer is supposed to be a writer a blog is not a validated a blog is not a validated writer no but but isn't somebody who writes every day as a practice is that not person not inherently mm-hmm. a writer or every week or every anyways authors yeah. but i think it is because there's such a low threshold to getting into blogging mm-hmm. you literally can post on you can start on facebook notes which i don't know if they exist anymore but yeah, before no there was typepad yeah. before yeah. and then after that it was like um you know a uh, blogspot and there was a bunch of different ones that made points of entry into blogging so easy yeah squarespace cool. um who seems to sponsor every podcast out right? there right mm-hmm. we, should, we should give them a call we should give squarespace a call insane. but squarespace <laughs> and wordpress make going in to blogging Oof. so easily no like and i feel like maybe that low um thre- low point low threshold to like entering the market of blogging makes it a makes it almost here's, like a messy place yeah here's something though i know we segued into blogging all of a sudden yeah but, i don't know how we got here yeah, but what about the medium.com what about medium.com uh, Twitter, i right? i love medium.com i'm sick because i feel like medium is for a serious writer but the problem i think with medium not to be a negative nancy or negative nasrallah whatever <laughs> nasrallah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, what is why that? is nancy negative yeah, hey crazy. you know anyways nancy's uh, a hater like nancy's that. a hater <laughs> what, what a cow anyways um so not to be negative but i found medium to eventually like some of the writers that i loved on medium wrote their final like their final post on medium saying i don't think that this is a platform that said it it, it was what it was going to be really yeah Why? Why? Uh, maybe some of them because of the way it was supposed to be monetized when when the medium first came out it only made sense to be on medium because twitter like it was launched by this i was it the was it the same guys who started twitter yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. it had a very yeah it, it had a very close tie to twitter and i think that people wanted to get in on a platform on the platform and really capitalize on it i think what medium did well was that it prioritized great writing yes. which i think our 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 world desperately needs yeah but what i think it failed to do was allow for those great writers to rise to the top i think it became more reddit like in its in its way and i don't mm. know if that's a good thing mm. so anyways that's kind of my i do like medium nonetheless and uh did you hear about this new there's a new platform called gab.ai what is that so uh, i l- learned about it from my brother right so twitter's been going through a lot of problems lately right yeah mm-hmm. uh, especially with this there's a famous tweeter called milo yiannopoulos or something okay he's a he's a very kind of a controversial kind of journalist and um he's known for his his way of being provocative he made a lot of provocative statements about the ghostbusters movie the ghostbusters which yeah. one the one the, 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 the one where the, the women, girls are ghostbusters with the women right so he attacked it and there's all kinds of problems there because uh, he, he really made fun of the the african american actress oh that he's the guy that started the guy, that yes, okay so with the blonde hair that dude yeah um okay. so then twitter banned him because he was too provocative and then uh, there was like a free milo hashtag it became a whole ruckus oh yes okay i remember the free milo hashtag. yeah so a lot of the <clears throat> guys were real twitter advocates because they they weren't like sort of mini cult Ah. They're moving to this thing called Gab.ai because it has a 300 uh, word count. It's bigger. 
uh, it has a better format and the gab.ai guys are trying to like sort of take over the space that Twitter seems to be losing control of. Okay. It might be the new new place. I I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll give anything yeah, a go. See, that's the thing is that when a new platform comes out like Snapchat before Instagram stories came out, I was rocking Snapchat. Like I actually really love it. I still do. Mm-hmm. But I think what was interesting was that was when I was on Snapchat at first I uh, how do I say this politely? <laughs> um when I first got on Snapchat There was an avalanche of inappropriate pictures. Yeah, apparently that right. came my the, way. Oh wow. Yeah, apparently there was a lot of that. There was a I've lot of that. I've been hearing yeah. about that. I've never experienced mm. it, so I feel left out. There was like a, <laughs> I couldn't I was I I actually was I I, I can say I was up for, like I when I heard about it as soon as I heard about Snapchat, I was on it because I was curious about the imp- uh, impermanence of it. Sure. It was impermanent yeah. and I I thought Okay, what's the problem with blogging your heart out is because it's going to be there forever. If you put something on the internet in theory, it w- it could be there forever. Sure, sure, sure. So, the impermanence of Snapchat really caught my eye and I was like I want to be on this and I still mm. am. And I think what's interesting about that was I'm willing to try any new platform. If it's new, if it's yeah. if it's like now you've got me now you've told me about Gab. What is it? AI. Gab. AI. It can easily win my loyalty. Like I'm not loyal yeah. to, to no platforms. No, no. And I think some people maybe, but I don't think our generation is really no. like that. I don't think you can afford to. I don't be. think we yeah, we don't have that sense of loyalty. You could no, you can't because no. it's moving so fast. Exactly. Because here's the thing. When Twitter became thing right like everybody like just get on twitter right mm. um there was no instagram and the idea of 140 characters was just groundbreaking and everybody was excited about it and they wanted to jump on that train and it blew up like wildfire and that was the time when agencies and quote unquote digital agencies started overpromising every brand there is this phenomenal ROI right which anyways Yeah, Let's leave my like, opinion I, on you, the side well, of it. Well, you have to leave your work life behind because yes. we've all just come from work yeah. and I think we just want to can we just yeah. chill? No, but it's cool like, because I'm I'm a person yeah. who's trying to learn these so, things. Okay. So I'm yeah. very interested. So, so, so it was it's just it was overpromised because what they used to say is social media is word of mouth on yeah. steroids. Okay. Right? That was the tagline. That was kind of the right. the it was the bait that got people that got to like everybody. invest mm. into the into Which is why you have a lot of digital agencies today. Mm. Oh, mm. But Word of mouth on sti- online versus word of mouth like us hanging out and talking is very different. It ha- I feel like it has more magnitude when I'm talking to you in person versus me sharing a random video or content or brand on my Facebook sure, page yeah. or Twitter, right? Yeah. So anyways, so Twitter was exciting when it started. Hashtags became a thing and you know the whole Hashtags are still a thing. Hashtags they've carried, a they've thing. carried over exactly. into, into a lot of different platforms. Yeah. So I I think What's more interesting about Twitter isn't the 140 characters, hmm. the it's hashtag. the hashtag. Yeah. The mm. hashtag in Twitter literally defines the way we communicate with each other now. It defines movements. It completely built a, com- a you know, a hashtag and it was interesting. It's like I remember um explaining to a group of because pe- I did a talk on way back when I was doing this talk and someone's like what's a hashtag and I'm like a hashtag is a thought in one word or if you in a phrase and it has to refer back to what you you it's almost an accessory to what you've just said it's a statement that yeah. is interesting but even then that's a really lame 
and and um, precursory way to look at a hashtag. Yeah. A hashtag is because actually it's also remarkable. It's a tool for search. A tool for it's a tool for organizing Archive data. Tools, exactly. Yeah. Archiving tool. Like it, it's it's it, that you know, hashtag. So many uses. for me is what makes Twitter. If Twitter broke ground, it broke ground because of the because hashtag. Of the hashtag. Yeah, exactly. Forget the rest yeah. of it, you know. And um, I think the the d digital agencies or people who are trying to tackle digital now, no one knows it all. Yeah. There are some people who do it better than others, yeah. but the entire space is like eight years old. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's even still a, new. you know. It's still is that considered new? Eight years old. In my world, yeah. yeah. What, what, what when can you how can you craft anything yeah. in eight years? Because even when I'm comparing it to television, radio, and print, yeah. which is because the traditional dinosaur way of communication, it's still new when you're when you're looking at that, right? When television came, the first thing people said, "That's it, print is dead." <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody got excited. <laughs> okay. Print is okay. dead. That okay. was the big headline. Sure. Till this day, you still got newspapers selling circulation. I don't know how. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? You're like internet comes. They say, "Yo, you know what? TV's dead because now you got YouTube and you got the internet." And like, yeah. you know what? TV's still there. TV, and that's the thing. I think the but the I think media, the tenets still apply. Exactly. The tenets of advertising and the tenets the of like communication, don't yeah. they don't change. Because they're human principles. They're hum yeah. they're well, the the true groundbreakers, I guess, yeah. were the initial print mail mail order campaigns, yes. right? Because that was copywriters. Copywriters. It was writers. That it's actually, always a writer's game. Don't you think? Always a writer. But and a writer always wins my heart yeah. because I I'm a reader. Like I love to read. Like I read voraciously. Can, you just know? to interject, but then they they say nobody reads anymore. What? <laughs> nobody. They say nobody reads anymore. Nobody reads anymore. I. I. We read. We read more than we've ever read before. We read on our phones. Mm -hmm. We read. To not read is difficult in our day and age. I think if you are in a certain like if you're in our industry in marketing or advertising or content creation, you read a lot. A lot. And then there's, but then there's, there's this. It's this you. You have to shut off reading. But then everybody's just throwing this phrase like nobody's going to read that, nobody's going to read that. When in actual fact, you have to freaking read. It's all words. <laughs> yeah, Internet yeah. is full of words. Yeah. So okay. So because I feel like the time it takes you to read a book, you would have read a lot of articles online. You would have read. No, nah, but a book takes you deeper and gets uh, you real knowledge. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, not, like yeah. I would never kind of tell you. you yeah. 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 Like, okay, I, okay. yeah. You can never replace a book. Like I'm very old school as well in the sense that I don't even have a Kindle. I'd rather have a paperback yeah, yeah, book, yeah, yeah. right? But it is if you just look at it in terms of a time frame. How much time will it take you to read a book, and then the time frame of if you're reading random articles on a computer, chances are you've read more stuff. Granted, it might not be as in, as deep, but chances are you've read more. But to Jip's point, I actually think that you know what is what we're what we're talking about is something that is your different parts of your brain fire up. Well, I don't know your like my brain. Yeah. I I feel like I'm using a different part of it when I'm scrolling through crap tons of information. Versus when I'm sitting down in a focused reading of moment course, yeah. where I'm totally trying to understand. You're using more of a filter. Completely. And I think that that, that sense of sitting down with a, with, a, with a book, a script and anything and reading through it and rereading it and understanding the nuances that the author wants you to understand, that may be something that's going away. But mm. to ask if people read anymore, I think that we read in that kind of fast filtered, almost like, you know, um, information newsfeed type yeah. of reading, which means you learn more information, 
But that doesn't you don't mean learn deep enough. Do you get smarter not, though? I don't think. Do you get smarter? Exactly. You get caught. You, you get, get caught smarter? in catchphrases because yeah. you mostly read the title and throw the title in a conversation. Yeah, I think the world is crumbling, <laughs> yeah. and then you just throw the. And the world is crumbling. Yeah. The world is crumbling. And then, the, and then all of a sudden, the headlines, right? yeah, yeah. That's how Trump, you know, Trump's yeah. doing his thing. Which is like, what was that thing like? You know, little knowledge is more dangerous than of course, ignorance. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. I agree. And that's exactly what it is. But so now going back to what we're saying with Twitter now, Instagram. Mm. Came in and kind of changed that game, and I think Instagram is the cause of the death. I wouldn't call it the death of Twitter, but Twitter becoming second secondary. Instagram appeals to a visual sense of yeah. of yourself and you. The statements that you make on Twitter are um, almost like announcements. They treat it like announcements in a way, or or, or thoughts. Mm. Whereas Instagram, its visual nature allows us to scroll through all different kinds of things that you love. The thing about Instagram is it begins to show you the things that you like more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. So your feed becomes this um, place where you want to go. It, it, you, I, I find that Instagram may not be the death of Twitter, but it definitely, oh, it, it's appealing to a larger audience. Mm. You know, fashion, people in fashion, visual. People awesome. people in craft, like DIY and crafts, yeah. visual. Food. Food, visual. Fitness. Visual. Well, yeah. it, it, I think those are the ones who are like killing it. On it Instagram. takes you closer. I mean, a tweet is just text, but there's so much of a disconnect. It's like, uh, do you connect with the person in a comments comment section of an article yeah. more than if he showed a picture of himself and said it to completely right? So completely. there's more of a insertion in that. I had a theory that uh, with this whole 140 characters concept and the Snapchat Snapchat concept, people say it's meaningless. It's just people just joking around, right? But I have a feeling that this is because as the as the platforms have increased and the technology has increased, we have not changed our language, which is the first technology. Imagine in 140 characters, you could convey convey a paragraph of 300 uh, mm. words. Condense, yeah. So language, you know what runes are? No. You know what a rune is? A rune. Yeah, yes, yeah, a rune. Yeah. So a rune has meaning. Uh, I believe like even prince's symbol is kind of like a rune, isn't it? Yeah. It has a meaning. It, it carries a meaning. It does. Yeah. If language can change and we communicate differently, we can convey more meaning in less amount of time. The world's moving so fast, we have less time to communicate. So maybe yeah, language I, I has to that. change. You know that's I mean? the art well, of a copywriter. Isn't that the... Yeah and, yeah, and that's the art of copy. That's the art of copy, is learning to not only condense, but to mold hmm. the text that you're going to present to the audience and the platform that it's going to be presented in. So the context is so much more valuable than it used to be, I think. Yeah. Can you explain um, that? For example, if you're writing for Twitter and you copy and paste into Instagram, it won't work. It simply will not work. You need to be able to write for the platform mm-hmm. and write in the language of the platform. And mm. I think that's something that maybe I, the people for me who kill it on Instagram are people who speak the language of Instagram. So when I see them on my feed, they mm. don't they're they're actually not disruptive. They're actually completely they blended. They they blend right mm. in. But I don't understand. Give me an example of what the language is. Uh, okay, a perfect example. Um, fitness, right? Fitness gurus really have made gurus, quote unquote, bunny ear <laughs> bunny ear guru, you know, people who uh, are inspired by fitness and want to promote fitness. If you were going to tweet about fitness, you would say 30 times push-ups, 40 times whatever, 
you would you would put your list together and it would be this it would look almost like a paragraph you can't make it into bullets you can't you or you would say got my workout of the day and when's yours type of thing mm -hmm. but if you go on instagram completely different you can see you can actually structure video. your entire routine you can put a video in there you can post it 16 times you can post it at a specific time every week and you can develop a following in a language with the following that's visual even though twitter allows for a picture it's hidden in your yeah. in your newsfeed mm. and i think that's part of learning the language of, of of a platform snapchat for me we make i make video for a living i make video content so Snapchat allowed me to make stories with a beginning, middle, and end every day. Mm -hmm. So I would begin, you know, my morning, and I would tell a story. Like, five things I love about this restaurant, and I'd make funny things up, and then I'd be like, all right, guys, see you. This place is located here. And it was just a funny way for me to kind of condense a creative thought into uh, almost jump cuts. And that's, and that's what Jib is doing. This is something that I was, uh, like, one of the reasons why I kind of brought up Instagram later is because I wanted to bring up this point as well. So... With Snapchat, your stories are gone with 20, within 24 hours, right? We had this talk, Jim and I. His argument was that on Instagram, there's longevity because it stays there. Whereas yeah. With Snapchat, that's going to go away. Temporary. Yeah, I, I feel like the archiving of it because when somebody discovers you five years from now or finds, about, or finds out about you, they can go back and see it. And even for you, there's more merit than something that disappears. So, I mean, you're investing in something that's not going to be held down. Well, I think that's the point of it. I think that's the point is that it's impermanent like it's impermanent that's what that's what that's what it says on the box you know but and what's the benefit of that the benefit of it is that you can speak freely and you can be literally in the moment um Casey Neistat do you know who yeah, he is yeah, I've heard he cre he's created an app called so it starts with a b i can't remember and basically the only way it works is when you hold it up to like your chest and it works to show your perspective to the world and it records a like it's a very almost cerebral kind of you want to mm. be in the moment type of thing the whole point to snapchat is that this is this moment and just like this moment is going to go away and there's no point now now snapchat allows you to keep memories and things like that yeah. but at one point when i was on when i when i when we first started on snapchat it was literally it was either like stories or personal it was either like yeah right? yeah and i i think that the, there is a value to impermanence. You know, the practice of uh, having something now. I don't think Snapchat's the spiritual, though. But, but This is what I'm saying. But there what is you're a saying value is to one impermanence. There really is. Because then you can just honor that, that moment. And that's it. You know? Here's a, but then due to the impermanence, like, mm. okay, uh, you're right. There's a value to impermanence, right? The, yeah. the, the time is fleeting and all this stuff. <laughs> and all that. You might as well not hold up the phone and enjoy the impermanence. But with Instagram, you have knowledge that I'm doing this for X, Y, Z reason. It is impermanent, but I'm capturing it because I need to tell somebody. But if it's Snapchat and you're, you're not even getting the benefit of holding it, you know what I mean? You're just in, imposing the camera in the thing. You know what I mean? No, I don't think so. I think it's like you're like, this is the story I'm giving right now. It's really just a, an expression. It's not. I don't think it's that deep. I think it's just. I, I mess around with both with both platforms. I'm a fan of both, right? I and I, I like I threw this and let you two go at it for a minute. Um, <laughs> no, but no, but I'm down. But I'm down. I, 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 like I, 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 I don't but mind trying. I'm just not seeing the thing. Yeah. That's so all. the way I see it is because at least when when I spoke to Jeb the other day was that like I gotta find that TED video, guys, and send it to you. 
um, so psychology. Yeah, the guy who. Yeah. So he said that Instagram allows you to plan your memories ahead of time. Ah, uh, it does. Yes, that's right? a good way to Which put is it. Amazing, and I think it's an amazing statement, right? Whereas, as you're saying, Snapchat is just for the moment. Yeah. Right. So these are, I think, two very distinct differentiators for yeah. each platform. Fair enough. Um, but then, here's the other question: is personal use versus personal branding? Which brings us back to our initial topic, which we have somehow come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow yeah, yeah, yeah. come back to. That's right. That's right. That's you right. Come I, back I, I feel personal use versus personal branding. Personal branding implies work. Yeah. Personal use implies leisure and like some kind of other thing. I don't know about you. Like, I'm kind of uh, interested in social media just for the work. Mm. I um, wouldn't be on it if it's not work related. You know what I mean? I think that. Well, it depends because obviously Instagram is Instagram or a platform like that is necessary if you are to promote yourself so people can find you. Yes. But when you develop an audience who wants to speak to you in the moment, Snapchat is the way. Well, actually, now Instagram stories. Yeah. But do it, they speak to you? Yeah. Are they like what are they commenting? I'm gonna take a Snapchat video right now of this conversation. That's not a bad idea, actually. It's like a made a made a snap. There you go. We're talking about Snapchat. (laughs) Um, So yeah, no. That's kind of cool and weirdly trippy. (laughs) Um, So what I what I think? I'm sorry. What was your question? um, Sorry, yeah. Oh, you were saying you were telling me that while you're. Ah. Telling the story in Do the now, respond? can people... The answer is, on Instagram, it's very interesting because I actually, like today, I got five or six people on my Instagram saying, where the hell are you? But we're I'm on a job with a social media blackout, so I cannot post anything. Mm. And I can't even, like, I don't want to look like I'm posting anything for mm. fear that I might upset someone, mm. yeah. right? Um, but they ask you where you are because it's interesting Snapchat is so um, it's so in the moment that you get caught up in people's moments. You get caught up in here. Let me open my Snapchat, like for example. And thank God, like there's no longer. Okay, a, a perfect example. Um, my friend, my friend Mina just had a baby, hmm. and her mom, like her mom, is quite far away. And so through Snapchat, she kind of shares all the things that she would share on a daily basis, and then they go away. You know what I mean? There isn't this weight of like a very public, you know, you can control your audience and because you can generally control your audience, they'll speak to you. They'll they'll write back to you. And a lot of them do. A so lot it's kind of like do. a telephone call, but without the telephone. In, in many ways, or like, um, yeah, it, it, in some ways it is, yeah. And like, I think now brands are really starting to tap into it because I believe it was built to have brands tap Eventually, into it. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually, I think it was. Because, uh, I mean, when it comes down to it, all these apps at some point need to monetize themselves, right? Yeah, of course. And the easiest way to do that is to get brands involved. Yeah. Which is, which is why, until this day, I mean, this, <laughs> this is probably the biggest debate I'm trying to find an answer to and I'm still struggling with. Is DJ Khaled a genius or an idiot? With a team of geniuses. I still don't know. I can't tell. I can't tell. <laughs> I think but he's on my Snapchat. I, I'm in a love-hate with DJ Khaled right? right now. Yeah. And, like, I'll tell you, like, there are days when I watch him and I'm like, this man's a genius. He He's created a uh, he's created a movement. 
He's he's found a platform that funnels people to buy yeah. his to to subscribe no on iTunes, to buy his track on iTunes, to people show started up. buying products he's not even endorsing just because he, he uses saw them. them. Like I don't want to see this guy in the shower using a bar of Dove soap. But I'm walking in the mall and I see Dove and I'm like DJ Khaled. Like, That's why like, you link to it. I, because yeah. he's standing there and he's like, Dove, this is the only, this is the only <laughs> that gets you clean. Like he says those things. And he's with his phone in the shower rubbing <laughs> the Dove all over his body. And I'm sitting and I'm thinking And he's giving you the behind the scenes Look on his life. Of everything. Of everything. Like his food, his meals, and his baby mama. The his day shows, I delete him, I, I delete him and add him all the time. We're, <laughs> we're in like proper love hate, right? But what I delete him is when he's like, something big's gonna drop, he's telling you something big's gonna drop, and he never drops it in that day. I'm like, get out of here. And then a few days later, someone's like, yo, did you see what he's doing? And then I add him again. Yeah. Love, hate, proper. Mm. And I'm, see, I don't consider myself to be. An ignorant person in any way, but he's—I'm enamored by him. The curiosity. Yes. I don't know if this is a complete. What is it when someone does an experiment on their life, like a social experiment? Like a social experiment. Yeah. If it is, the man has me duped, and I'm in. Honestly. And I, if this is a complete art house like series that I'm like locked into, and I'm merely just like a, a you know an engaged observer, I'm in. But either way, you cannot it. deny how he has taken something that is impermanent and used it to his advantage to sell his product and his, and his brand. He didn't. It, well, he elevated the permanent. It's his, per, it's his per, personal brand that elevated more than anything else. Well, no. What it's the thing is like okay, the impermanence idea. He's kind of transferred it to make you feel a fear of missing out. Yeah. FOMO. Because it is yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely so FOMO. He's so uh, he's created he's dropped such intriguing well he what he's saying is smart copy. There's a tone. Uh, he's basically advertising everything. Oh, and he's everything. like a broken record. Yeah. He literally he because it's so over and over. He literally over. and yeah. and like a sheep, I like <laughs> sorry, I like yeah. a sheep, I go right in. You know yeah. what I mean? And it it's the weirdest thing, but at the same time. I kind of want to see where it's going to go. But here's, well, here's okay, what I okay. want to come to, right? It's not just you, because now you're looking at A-list celebrities from all over, be it politicians, be it other musicians, be it actors, be it from various parts of life, copying his slang and his broken record. And another one. That, exactly, and another like everybody's one. imitating it. And and it's interesting. And, well, I, And some, obviously, it's some of... My newsfeed on Facebook was like, this is misogynistic. It's not, you know, there was a lot of different commentary yeah. on it. But I'm like, how are all of you people talking about some guy on Snapchat? Like, you're exactly. they're from all different walks of life, all different whatever, and they're all talking about him. So whatever it is that he's it done or his people well have him. done has worked, like, damn well. And yeah. I feel if we're talking about your personal brand... Isn't I mean, that he, the he way went, to what, do right? it? Yeah, because he went what? He went be- from being that background DJ on Terror Squad that nobody even knows exists mm, mm. to becoming... To headlining. Own, yeah, to headlining. He's he's an A-list now. Mm. Just he's because it's not just. Literally an A-list DJ. But, I mean, I wouldn't classify him as an A-list. And here's the thing. You have bigger names than DJ Khaled, but none of them... None of them made the media coverage like none of them got the media coverage that he got right mm. yeah so his his 
his climb up the ladder via Snapchat ended up resulting in just media going crazy obsessed yeah, exactly. about him. Everybody wants to interview him. Everybody wants to talk to him. Everybody wants to talk about him. And Snapchat called him the Snapchat King, right? And they brought him to their offices to talk to and the he's staff. Got, and there are keys what? everywhere. There are keys everywhere. <laughs> you look, there are keys. Which is why, I'm again, dying. I'm I dying. cannot tell. Is this guy a genius or an idiot with a team of geniuses behind him? I cannot put my I finger can't, on it. I can't tell. And I'm actually more, sus- like, not suspicious, <laughs> but I tend to be a little more on the, it's always a marketing, it, it's always it's a, always you know, a mar- It's always the team behind him. It's always right? a PR ploy. I can't tell you on this one. I have no idea. He has me completely fooled if he does. And you know what? Speaking of personal branding, the one thing is he's very focused. He is this one thing. He is the uh, persona or whatever that is DJ Khaled. The character that is DJ Khaled. Mm. And I... Listen, I, I... I... I'm in for some ridiculous so, reason. No, so so <laughs> I, I remember when we first started, when you, we were talking about how being... So it's essentially, are you giving you're giving people a one-dimensional character? Is it because it's easy to digest? It's easy to sell that one thing? What is it? Because the actual fact is the human being is more is multifaceted. Yeah. That was my question. But in a world of uh, jack-of-all-trades, shouldn't you be a specialist in something? Mm. Wouldn't that specialization... I mean, this is the opposite side of the coin. This is the devil's advocate yeah. sort of thing. Wouldn't you? Shouldn't you specialize because that means that you've practiced your craft and you're truly good at what you do. You will or, have one or thing. Would you specialize according to platforms? Yeah, that's actually a good point. I'll explain that. Does the platform define your specialization? Yeah. So the content you share on different platforms. So, for example, let's say for argument's sake, on Twitter. I'd keep it professional on Instagram. You know, it'll be the visual side of my life of, you know, the podcast and us mm-hmm. and all the cool stuff that mm-hmm. we're doing. On Snapchat would be, you know, like I would just take a quick Snapchat video while we're doing this kind of sort of a behind the scenes, right? Whereas on my website, it'll be strictly client work based brands, the stuff that I've done and just keep it on that. Like, so maybe the platform would then define what specialization uh, yeah. that you want to share on it but uh, we were talking the other day because um, we're all multifaceted he's trying to figure out okay now okay as a podcaster blah 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 he has to kind of define himself separate from the podcast so um, he can continue his personal progress right mm-hmm. even in my case what's the thing you know so like I don't know how, how have, have you figured out which side of you you're trying to sell as a value all of them but then the, the, you're, you're a, talking about thing. counter it, to... It, I think it's very... Sub, it's contextual. It depends on, on the situation and the conversation I'm having. Like, for example, um, I think that same night what I said was my value in the office comes from me not me having my ear to the ground or, you know, being understanding the scene, but I'm actually part of it, right? Mm. I am... The one is, you know, we spent our Friday at Shadi's Shady Shadow mm-hmm. Show at his place, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Abby's funky new haircut that we were mm-hmm. checking out. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we we are part of that community. We are part of the the, the the no matter how small our involvement or our contribution is, we're contributing to the scene, be it whatever you, you want to call it, music scene or community or the UAE. We're we're playing a part in it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not that I'm just a bystander and seeing what's happening, but no. I'm contributing in some way or the other. So that brings my, that's my biggest value when I'm at my nine to six because of what my job entails, right? But then when I'm hanging out 
with Shadi, when I'm hanging out with you or Reem, or when I'm just uh, hanging out with Abby or any of these guys, now my value comes in my skill set from that nine to five of being it's the reverse a brand the, yeah. builder. It's the reverse now, right? But when you did the brand exercise with Reem, what what's the thing? What happened? Well, he was thing. no. It was actually the same thing, and I, I really encourage people to go through a brand exercise because. And actually, do you want to explain what an like explain to Jim what yeah. the what, what was the, your okay? What was your starting point before the brand ex- exercise? You're coming at OT saying, okay, this is where I'm at okay, now, and I yeah, want to. Yeah, no. So actually, that's a really good point. Google. So what what happened was was that I decided that I needed to maybe in the same way OT did. You have to separate yourself from your day job in some way and okay. I happen to be an entrepreneur that's completely absorbed into the business that I built because I built it out of nothing but love mm-hmm. and so I'm completely in it and I said well what about Reem like Reem who loves to speak to do public speaking what about Reem that loves to podcast what about Reem that loves to read about random things and write and do all of mm-hmm. and, and dance you know mm-hmm. what about that Reem and so the personal branding journey for me with OT was to actually sit down and say, what do you want people to know you for? What do you want to offer to the world? And how do those two kind of meet in the middle to make something that people will want to purchase or buy into? And I think that is the practice of branding yourself. And when we went through it, Obviously, it was so cute. OT had a presentation and everything. <laughs> it was so cute, bro. Seriously, It was so cute, and I loved it. <laughs> and I do return back to it. Interestingly enough, even though like my time is really con- like uh, compressed at the moment, so I don't have a lot of time to put towards my personal branding, the practice of going through that exercise really helped me kind of see, okay, what is it that I'm saying when I put this on my personal website? What is it that I'm saying when I say this on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram? And how, because no matter what, we're projecting and people will receive it and, and code us in that manner. How do you want to be coded is the question. So it gives you agency. It doesn't let the world define you. You define the boundaries that present you. And I think the greatest of our time have all been branded self-branded you know tony robbins um for abbas ben fernandez who currently i've been on an abbas ben fernandez <laughs> this guy okay i had to make a 3d model of this guy so obviously yeah. we had to know everything about him this guy is one of the old arab um like uh, you know he's an inventor yeah. and he was the first guy to said like, i don't know if he's the first but he definitely was one of the craziest this guy <laughs> um strapped made wings mm. and then strap like Icarus made yeah. wings out of like wood and and whatever and then jumped off a cliff with them wings so uh, madness my current favorite dude in the history of the <laughs> Arab world because he was mad enough to be like those birds fly I want to fly let's I'm gonna it. make wings let's make it happen let's see how this goes down <laughs> loyal fly yeah <laughs> Google man, Google the man. I'm into Arab adventures at the moment just because of this. Uh, this videos, these videos we're making. But I've dropped him in our uh, group WhatsApp quite a few times. Yeah. I'm hoping it's gonna spread. <laughs> He's been making a reoccurrence. <laughs> I'll share the amazing 3D model we made of him flying through the sky. 
Um, I'm sure his death was like fiery and horrible, but mm. nonetheless, the man was crazy enough to make wings and fly, mm -hmm. and that entertains me greatly. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sure he self-branded as well because I know who he is. You know, right. like yeah. back in the day, he'd be like, "Yo, I made someone's like this guy made wings. I'm gonna make wings and this whole thing." So I feel like we do brand ourselves constantly, but we rarely ask ourselves, or maybe now we're asking ourselves the question a lot more: yeah. How are we gonna brand ourselves so that people receive us in the way we, we want, want, to, be want to be received? And I think that's what the critical practice of a brand exercise is. You know, needs to do. I don't know. I guess. You should you should get OT to do. If, I mean, it was so helpful. It I was didn't know so you helpful. do this type of thing. Yeah, yeah I got he you. doesn't. He <laughs> doesn't. Oh, I made him. He doesn't. But I think he like he did for me, and I really appreciate that. And yeah. I think that it's really given me perspective on what to say no to, as well. Because it does right? not. Yeah. Uh, because exactly. it does not grow the personal. Yeah. Oh, what's then amazing? You have, you, have a, you have a set focus now yeah. for who you want to be. Yeah. Or you want to be perceived as. That's an interesting way of looking at life. When when you start doing something and your intention is pure and you're willing to work and suddenly you open yourself to opportunity, opportunity will come. I believe that. Yeah. I, it's happened. Yeah. That for me is a truth, like yeah. a fact. The sun will yeah. rise, the sun will set and if your heart has intention, it will happen. Mm. But it may not happen in the way you want it exactly. Yeah, but the time you happen. want it. But but the exactly. universe will rise to meet you, really. But then you got to say no to things because <laughs> you're going to get all these things batted at you. And part of my journey now is to determine where my time is best spent. Mm. And that's a really difficult thing. So practices like the branding exercise that I went through with OT really helped me see, okay, um, maybe public speaking isn't what I'm going to do right now because I've got so much to do, but it's wow. definitely on the horizon. Wow, okay. And um, maybe... Uh, just little things that I kind of have to put into place. And it actually encouraged me to get uh, a PA on board to help with editing my site and doing all of the stuff she's doing that next week. Nice. So there's like a whole bunch of stuff that kind of really came about when I returned back to the lovely PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> keynote. Yeah, keynote presentation. Please. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <Okay. laughs> Tacky. Okay. Anyways, right. yeah. Uh, but you know, the, you know, the keynote is like a cube swipe. It's still a cube swipe. It's like cube, cube turn, and that's it. Oh, a keynote could do so much. But anyways, Don't anyways, Don't I agree. I agree because I was, I was completely in love with this presentation that OT had done, and he had, he was actually recovering. When yeah. he was doing it. Uh, so, yeah, you were telling us. So we things. were sharing it on Skype and it was really, really cool. And we had like a really good conversation about it. Yeah. And what I what I think you'd benefit from at the very least is actually forcing yourself to think about yourself. That's really it, you know. Mm. And um, it's really difficult to talk about ourselves. It's very yeah. difficult. For Does me, like it was, I think the biggest struggle was the... Like I still struggle with the personal brand. It always, you, it always feels easier when you're doing it for somebody else. Of totally. course, man. Because course. OT asked me for a bio. I procrastinated on that oh, like yeah. all day today. Yeah. <laughs> like I did a million and one things I'm before. Still I did. On yeah, it. and he's still waiting for the bio. Like yesterday, <laughs> like I'm right now. I was working on my personal website. I'm trying to write a description. I ended up writing a poem about some random. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do the work. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm talking right. about. It's like yeah. because you have to talk about yourself in the third first person, which yeah. is really yeah, really weird. Yeah, a is this that and the other then you're like okay I'm exactly. just uh, I don't like it which I don't is like the which feeling is why I like having somebody else write the bio for me you're gonna write my bio for me no why, <laughs> why? 
Did he just offer? I don't know. He just offered. I was saying, I like having people write my bio. He said, I heard you need a bio. It's great when other people write it for you. So it's logical to assume that it's the next step in your process. I'd go to Omar Abbas, maybe. Oh, my God. Seb could write it in French, and then we could translate it. Seb would be like, Reem believes in therapy. I am French. I believe we drink. And that is it. He's like, Reem wouldn't need therapy if she drank some more. That's what he thinks. No, I, I, I'm lucky enough. Actually, yeah, I am lucky enough that I do. I can call on to people to write honestly. Yeah. Um, but I took. I thought. Speaking of saying no, I should have said no to OT when he asked me for it, but I didn't. I should have been like, do it yourself, mm-hmm. but I didn't. And so now I have to do this practice of like confronting yeah. who I am and why I want to do this. And the answers in my heart are all there. But to actually put it out in a way that seems somewhat formal is really tough. Mm, yeah. Like, this is my... I struggle with, like, the Omar versus OT characters as well. Yeah, so do you have, like... What is that called? When you have, um... Doppelganger. Uh, no, a mm. doppelganger is, like, someone who looks else, like... Yeah. What's... What's... Alter ego? An alter ego, yes. That's the thing. I do you have an... Is OT an alter ego? Because I only know you as OT. That's the thing. I feel like it, it took over completely. But why... What's wrong with that? Not Nothing. Because OT is pretty like, cool to me. Yeah, Omar Tom is just Omar is just too formal with everything. Um, like it's a sort of. Is it like my I, mom like calls me Omar? Like, Only my mom calls me. <laughs> my mom doesn't call me that. What does she call you? She calls me son, Habibi, whatever. Like you know, she, she doesn't. Term, other terms of endearment. When she calls me Omar, you know, she, you know, she's about to go wrong. down. Okay, so it's right? been made formal to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it kind of fits my wardrobe as well. Like I don't have stuff in between. It's either too casual and informal, or just tailored suits on one end. Right. Speaking of tailored suits, hook it up. Yes, I need he's, to. He's I need got, to hook uh, you up with the tailored. Uh, yeah. He's tailoring uh, this thing in Burjabai. Yeah. In Burjabai. I'm my, yeah, I need to get yeah, on that. I need to get on that three-piece suit tip. <laughs> yeah, what what was with that three-piece suit tip again? Uh, okay, yeah, I saw, I've seen, I've been looking at, like, girls wearing three-piece suits, and there was this one girl that rocked up to a meeting, and I looked at her, and I'm like, you look just, yes, everything yes. Like, she was just gorgeous. I actually told her I was kind of attracted to her, like, totally. Because <laughs> it was just like, but it just... I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the way it was. It makes you fit. carry yourself as well. As well. It makes you. Well, I would want to do like it, it in color. It forces you to arch your back. Does it? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Do- dominate now. Yeah. But I think it's also that I I believe in a uniform, even though I I refuse to have uniforms in my office. I believe there's something good about putting on a work costume. Oh, Firas should have been here for this one. For why? <laughs> why he's not down? He's not down. He's not down with a work costume? Oh, he's not down. I think suits have been ruined by, you know, corporate by America. Pitbull pit ruined suits. Pitbull ruined pit suits. Pitbull ruined a lot of pit things. Pitbull ruined a lot of things, including <laughs> remixes. Yeah, like, yeah. this guy's had so many hit, like, feet. I, I don't know. I remember seeing him on stage once, yeah. and I would look around, and there were all these young girls, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's your dad, bro. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's your dad. The, he's like, I don't know how he does it, but... I think Pitbull is more of a businessman than he is a, a musician. Course, yeah, but that's my yeah. personal opinion. I agree. You know, um, I but think... But suits have been ruined, you're saying? I ruined in the sense that they represent the corporate and the dull and the... Well, they generally yeah. do because obviously it's fashion. 
and fashion is expressive. But as a general rule, once you suit up, it means you're going to go in and be in a corporate space. Yeah, but I think that there's a way to kind of m m live in the middle somewhere. Or maybe there isn't, but I have to try. I've got to give it a Let try. I know how that works out. I'm trying to find that middle. Yeah, you know? I mean, we have no dress code at our office. You mm. literally can come in in flip-flops and shorts. It's your, it's your call. Like, I don't... I don't believe in... I believe you should express yourself. But I think a part of me wanting to express myself is... Really if you were going to do... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you are going to have an alter ego, wouldn't you change the way you look? I, I don't know. I'm more, I'm more interested in if there was no rules and you don't have to dress any particular way, but you wanted to dress one way, what, that, what way th would that be? And then that, that becomes your... You start crafting a style. Yeah, okay. Crafting a style is part of your personal branding, isn't it? Right. I think that yeah. part of making something like the the Carl Lagerfeld... The thing, yeah. Done. And then the I say it and, and, and you yeah. know it. Yeah. And yeah. Right. Even, yeah, right. I said it. Right. I didn't Absolutely. even say anything yeah. after that. Mm -hmm. It literally is coded into you. But to make an iconic statement, you have to repeat something over and over and oh, you almost have to negate anything that doesn't fit in the framework of your iconic look. Yeah. Right? Mm. So OT is going to be... You, My black v-necks. <laughs> yeah, straight up black v-necks and black... No. But I mean, what I would say is that that corporate side, that suit side, would either have to be tailored to fit the OT side or not, like no, the Omar side. It's, it's, it took over the whole it thing. It just like, completely... Like now, for example, even if I rock a suit, you could still... Feel the set, the OT sense. He'll do it. something Be to it because in the, because in the setup. No, simply because of my hairstyle, because of my haircut, because really? of the fade. Oh, right? that's that's pretty boss. Yeah, because the thing is, I mean, when I'm talking about tailors, I mean, I go all out, pocket squares, cufflinks, the whole package, like mm. I rock all of it, right? But even then, I mean, you, I think you can you can still sense um, this casual, informal. I don't give a shit type attitude just Bougie. by the hairstyle, <laughs> by the hairstyle because because there, there's a contrast. There. Yeah, I see mm -hmm. that. Right, because then you know the fade versus the suit kind of just there's a collision in the look. So I see yeah, that. I think because you studied this, you've been thinking about this much longer than most people, and especially from a younger age than most people. You know what I mean? Because this is your forte and stuff. You know what I mean? Probably. Totally. But it's funny when I <coughs> when I first met him, I didn't think of no personal brand. He just reminded reminded me of somebody, I, some a kid from school. Yeah. Hmm. And I I knew how what you were about straight away, and I was like, this guy's gonna do shit. Really? Yeah, because he reminded me of people I knew in Sri Lanka and in college. I know what they they're like. They're out there, but they're trying to do things. Actually, everybody else is screwing around with life. Hmm. You're trying to actually put events together and stuff. I know that type. Yeah, I remember. So I was like, okay, this is a fucking guy. I think that's how I met you, right? Yeah, yeah, because I was at the AU, AU, AUD thing. Bruh. I was like, you're the guy, okay, running Bruh. things? Okay, I know you, I know you. <laughs> I know you think. <laughs> oh, man, I remember that one. And it's interesting, man. So, yeah, personal branding and stuff. Well, I think it's important to consider... Actually, shouldn't we challenge ourselves? Mm. Should we do a challenge? Let's do it. What is it? Like, yeah. as okay, in... A, uh, I think what we should do, because we, I guess all of us have personal branding goals. Yes. yes. That aren't currently being met. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. So doesn't it the <laughs> isn't the next logical thought? Yeah. That so <laughs> so like your, you your brother was saying like the thing about the clothes yes, and stuff, right? That's part of your How personal did he spot branding. That? Right? I was just doing it out of casual sense, but then he's spotting it, right? Yeah. So I love it because my brother was like, "Yeah, I'm your biggest fan and your biggest critic," right? He, uh, he, really he loves says the that show all the time about the show, right? And. I was talking to him about the photo shoot. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what I'm supposed to rock, that, uh, you know, what to wear. And 
instantly my brother was like listen it's it's your black v-necks just plain jeans and rock your flyest sneakers he's like that's your authentic look that's how it is you your authentic are, look right and he's like it's just the same way as when you say jib instantly i'd picture him with like a bead necklace and probably some hawaiian shirt with a coconut chilling on it <laughs> i dig that you know? i so, dig that and it is jib like when you think about it like you know He's just rocking that look on a beach and probably with a yeah. mic trying to rap as well. Yeah. <laughs> but that that type of thing comes from acceptance of what you like and what you don't want to deal with. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just start filtering out, okay, I really don't want to look this way. I just want to look this way. Nobody talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's comfortable, right? So then that creates this thing of a personal, personal brand. brand. Yeah. But then like you're saying, you're, like, now we're all kind of in this situation where we have to do work on personal brand. You're saying we should yeah. do something. What's in your mind? In my mind, I think that we should set a challenge for ourselves mm-hmm. that we I, I don't know how I'm going to structure it I've just made it up right okay. now but I think we all should kind of say okay we're going to get all our websites kind of like Together. all the content sure. on our websites done sure. Okay. Sure. and images on our websites done sure. and we almost have to kind of define who we are I that's, am a, with that's that a tall order but it is a tall order so what our our kickoff point is when we're done with the recording or our kickoff point is when this episode goes live what are you stalling <laughs> <laughs> why why did like, it come like, in your like, mind you might as well start now wait I can buy two weeks <laughs> yeah. that's how bad he doesn't work <laughs> yeah. he's like I can buy two weeks you can buy me some time no cause no. even you need to do it we were talking yeah. about it the other day listen we all know we, we have to do it I, I have a lot to but do. we could write each other's bios yes <laughs> yo you wanna write my bio ah see you next I'm not so not going to do that. I told that that's going to be Omar Oh, he's writing my bio. Uh, I'm still not doing that. So, I'm I'm writing Jeb's bio. Okay, fine. Okay. For us. You can write my bio. Right. I could write you but but I don't know as much as he knows. Well, isn't that a part of what we should do? Cuz if I don't know enough about you, shouldn't that practice be the well, Isn't it already up on your site? Uh, my bio that's there is not it it's had old. nothing to do. Yeah, it's pretty much the same one that you critique like you tore apart. Oh yeah, that's so, so then you write his bio, he, he writes my bio. And then yeah. I write your boy. Well, this only works if there are four people now. Yeah. <laughs> so for yo for us. <laughs> brain face. Yo, wait, uh, you got to yeah, write your bio. I know uh, I think it's just a challenge. That's all. I I'm not sure how we're going to okay. structure it. Let's okay, so let's let, let, let's start our let's tonight agree. and set I guess deadlines. Yes. Right? Otherwise it's going to be up in the air and never gets done. Fine. Okay, we can start on Sunday because I'm going to go away for a very much needed vacation, 4-day vacation. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think it would be unfair to start something today to be honest. But a week from today, I we can start on on Sunday. Okay. Start on Sunday. Start okay. on Sunday. And I think what we need to do is a maybe it's not with each other, but get our no, bios done. No. Let's I disagree. Let's start Sunday together. as a brainstorm session. Okay. Right? Wow. I love this. This is dope. Yeah. All right. Like, okay. Legit. And on that Sunday, brainstorm session where we actually point out the different flaws yes. <laughs> in each like, other. Yeah. <laughs> What are the flaws? What are the things that are actually cool that are helping with each other's yeah. personal like, brand? And wow. it's always better when from the outside like somebody's OT is really it. loving. So like as a yeah. person, he's really loving and he's really But. And he doesn't look at your stuff <laughs> and he's be like don't say that by yourself. That sounds like crap. He yeah. won't say that. He'll yeah. be really like you know, maybe it's better to say this. <laughs> Whereas I don't think all of us 
would be that way <laughs> with all of us. No, no, we'll be all right. I think we'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Let's just do it. Yeah, we'll let's just gun it. Let's rip each other up. Like I'm, I'm, for I'm it. down. I'm, I'm all okay. for it. Yeah. Like I haven't cried in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Coming back from vacation, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, just go right into the. Well, war. you're an advantage when you go on vacation. You can reflect. It's a something lot. I can reflect on, yeah. and I think we all need to reflect on it for a bit. But maybe as a general, I think it's a good idea for yeah. us to kind of see how we want to present ourselves in a world where things are permanent online. Uh, because you wouldn't put it on there if you didn't think it was going to be permanent. This like is right? dope. This is dope. Because yeah. a lot of people do this in isolation and struggle. I mm-hmm. weird, I'm struggling right now, man. So right. save me from this Dukkan yeah. bio struggle. Yeah. So for us, it's yeah. a drop of personal branding mix right now. Yes. Yeah, whatever yeah. personal branding mix. Personal branding mix. A branding yeah. mix. Whatever that is. Oh, He'll find something. It, it needs to start with express yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then until next week. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh. Good afternoon. You are listening to the free writing mix set. Yeah. London to Dubai, why not a representative? It's your boy Jaeger. Shout out my man Toothless. You're listening to the free rap mixtape. Do you really know what love is? I know it took a while to write this But time is required to perfectly describe this It's like the sun shines just waiting for the night shift The answer with could blend in the times and out in slight miss I might have to speak in codes now If I say it what they get with the program This is not a slow jam It's more like a Prozac pill Dissolving in slow motion while you getting zoned out I know you're really not accustomed to all these feelings and these brand new eruptions. Exactly my reaction, a digital distraction. I had to find a way for some kind of interaction, and I did. Look at it like this I could have seen you anywhere and probably would have missed. And never formed to a journey. In my eyes, I saw you as my only little girl in this world. Your innocence ripped off like the black stone. From the heavens to this earth, we can explore. And we can transport straight with no passport. Little girl in this world, your innocence so rare like a black pearl. From the heavens to this earth, we can explore. Or we can transport straight with no passport. Now listen. And now I'm trying to get a lot of you. Watch you break your hair, ship in Malibu. Uh, buzzing off your insecure attitude. Damn, yo, it gets me on an altitude. Further than the sun as it massages you. Your skin dips clean in this blue sea. Ha, truth be told, and yo, it moves me. This whole scene is like a movie But every movie has an ending And I'm trying to find ways to extend it See, I'm trying to illustrate her reflection Her essence resting beneath her bruised sections Repressing all this pain Look me in my eyes, you can tell me you're afraid But you won't Nah, but she won't 
Either way, y'all, little girl in this world, innocence ripped off like the black stone. From the heavens to this earth, we can explore, and we can transport straight with no passport. Y'all, it goes, little girl in this world, your innocence so red like a black pearl. From the heavens to this earth, we can explore, we can explore, we can explore. One for the, uh, two for the, uh, three for the, uh, four for the love. In this wobble sphere. You can continue the conversation with the guys at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at Dukan Show. Subscribe to the show on your iTunes and Stitcher to stay up to date. And if you like what you hear, give it a rating. Dukan is hosted by OT, Ashad, and Toothless. You can also reach them on their personal social media profiles at OT Official and at Ershad underscore INI. And you can also reach Toothless at soundcloud.com slash Firas dash Ibrahim. Salam. These trials and tribulations and artistic tendencies Where daily scenes connect a story deeper than a simple dream What does simple dream mean? Simple dream means being vague about why I even chase a thing It was never about the riches, loose women and glamour And I'm an introvert so fame never mattered Took a pause to reflect on the cause of why my thoughts are scattered Been a long two years stuck in a pattern I'm afraid won't break Moves like a metronome, swing between the past and future Enthusiasm and doubt, I said, Lord, break the spell, please Can I get recouped on some of these good deeds at least? Maybe I'm being schooled on self-reliance and gratitude Won't be the first time I've told to fix my attitude So once again, huh? Right, once again, I'm going through a cycle cause Falling out of love with this Keeps me on my toes and I got to get back to her Oh, and I got to get back to her uh, Who knows? Falling out of love with this Keeps me on my toes and I got to get back to her Oh, and I got to get back to her uh, Who knows? Hey, yo, I sit back Light a cigarette to curb the edge The choices in my hands stay stagnant in my head I'm caught up in this web where everything is messed, huh? How can I define success? We're making less, but it's true You see, I'm standing where the road's part Gotta choose between you or this day job Will I lose? If I take you fully And if I leave you now Will you ever try to pull me Back to where I should be Cause you know that I know where I will be But then you want me completely devoted like a Sufi Prove me wrong, then have me all But if not, then it's best that we part, see I'm just sick of applying half of my energy And the other half won't satisfy my family So prove me wrong, then have me all But if not, then it's best that we part Falling out of love with this Keeps me on my toes And I got to get back to her Oh, and I got to get back to her uh, Who knows? Falling out of love with this Keeps me on my Toes and I got to get back to her Oh, and I got to get back to her Yeah, baby, this time uh, around Falling out of love with this Keeps me on my toes And I got to get back to her Back to her Falling out of love with this Keeps me on my toes And I got to get back to her 
Oh, and I got to get back to her Falling out of love with this Keeps me on my toes And I got to get back to her Oh, and I got to get back to her Falling out of love with this Keeps me on my toes And I got to get back to her Oh, and I got to get back to her Falling out of love with this Keeps me on my toes And I got to get back to her Oh, and I got to get back to her uh, Who knows? Wanna meet me? Saw V on TV. Said she needs a sweetie. Heard he was the type to do her name in graffiti. And greet her with a kiss. Straight gentlemanly steed. A G. Whatever's meant to be is meant to be. She can slip a smile to make a nigga flip wild. Heron bowl name chain, diamond chip script style with the matching bracelet. Sweats with the K Swiss. Athletic chick who run track. Hey miss, pleasure's all mine, please call me Vic Okay, I did a full inspection Head to toe, we rocked black denim mm. Flashed the grin, sweet as sin Said to him, hey, my name's Nikki You're 20 minutes late and almost missed me Turn off my CD I was bumping vintage Biggie Said I love the way you smile, but your eyes look tricky Yo, I gotta be home by 8.30 Or my moms will kill me She spazzes out when I'm late Plus she says that I'm too young to date So overprotective, I wish she'd take a sedative Ish, yeah, but that's whatever, what's your Tell me more about you, bitch. It's love at first sight, that's the proof. He wasn't outright too thirst, but in truth, fresh as a Mayflower, face like power. He had the green light. She asked him what's a cannonite, flavor of the night, Sam Sarah and Fahrenheit. He talked, I listened. He listened, I spoke. We walked arm in arm and split a cherry coke. Spit religion and politics. Sega and chess, roots and culture. Hip hop, skunk and cess. I caught him sneaking peeks at my breast while front and main dropping connects. First started out like she was just Born's friend. Used to act grown for pretend. Whispering, speaking on the phone for hours on end. On the bone from just listening. And then, call me back, my mother. Spoke the tone again. Call back and do the same thing. Tomorrow. If something don't give, I'll be forced to ignore her Getting on my last nerves, forget it All this talk and this shit, and V ain't even hit it yet It's uncharacteristic of the vet Hickey's on my neck, the whole last night I couldn't sleep, practice the words I used to greet you The next time we meet, think of you and feel heat That make my cheeks blush, close my eyes and feel your touch Get chills when you slip me tongue, picture me with you Could my fantasies of teen love come true? Got me wondering how far I go to prove my mom's and everybody wrong I miss you every time I hear a love song And whenever you're gone, until I see you then I feel short of breath I think maybe I'm ready to take the next step Yes Bet, I got your cab fare, dinner, and a movie 
Bring a change of clothes just in case it's all groovy Watch when I see you, I miss you a lot, yo How about a nightcap, maybe a bottle of mo So V can bite you through this like a baby toddler Oh, no, you didn't, you called me your what? Don't make me wig out How you gonna let some ish like that slip out your mouth? Now, if I was there, I'd smack you in your smirk For acting like a jerk, thought you was cool But now I doubt that this shit's gonna work I'm not hurt, I'm pissed off, kiss off this shit. I know I played too much Hey, on the way, could you please pick up two Dutch? Okay, peace. See you when you touch. I wonder if she ever had a cootie cat 8-8. Vaughn can't wait too long, stroke it on the late late. I am. 